Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is NBA Check-In. What's up, everyone? I'm here. It's been a minute, but I'm back again here to do a little live broadcast at the end of this uh, Heat Warriors game. It's the fourth quarter, just under three minutes to go. It's Miami 101, Golden State 98. Uh, It's so close that I felt like I had to come on. Oh, man, autobio to the basket. That puts up Miami up 103-98. Pascal back down the floor, over to Bazemore, swings it to Steph. Steph making moves under the basket. He still has the ball. Had to go back out to three-point. Takes the three. Good! Steph nails the three, which makes it Miami 103, Golden State 101 with 2.20 to go. Uh, The Warriors were left for dead in this game, but uh, they did actually what they needed to do. I hate that they just have to hang around and hope they can steal it, but that's what might just happen here. Butler swings it over to Hero, but there's a foul on the floor with 2.07 to go. So... Yeah, uh, really excited to get back. Uh, Hopefully you guys had a chance to listen to the most recent E-Society. We did a whole new full episode covering uh, TV, uh, movies, everything we knew. Oh, Warriors steal the ball. Uh, Steph has the ball with under two minutes to go. Steph's dancing, Butler on him. Steph to the basket, flips it up, no call. And he didn't make it. He was kind of looking for the foul. Uh, Heat back up the floor, Hero, Hero with the ball, 140 to go, Hero brings it into Bam, an easy dunk, and that's the problem, the Warriors just don't have the size to deal with the Heat, that's how they got in trouble and were down by as much as 20 earlier in the game, they just, we don't have anybody, we don't have Wiseman, we don't even have Loonian right now, everybody's hurt that's big for us, so, Uh, Bazemore down the lane and he scores! which makes it Miami 105, Golden State 103 with 125 to go. Really glad I did this. Uh, looks like it's going to uh, keep going to the finish. Hopefully we can just finish this out. And It's exciting to the finish. I hate when they, they call a bunch of timeouts to end games. Bam, brings it in and can't finish. The Warriors can tie or take the lead with a minute to go. I can't believe <laughs> they were able to do this, but really exciting. Obviously, they get the ball to Steph. He's got, he gets it over to Bazemore. Bazemore drives. He throws it up and in ties the game with 52 seconds to go. 105 all. And Miami's not going to stop the game. I love this. Keep it going. Let's go. I can't believe it's 105 all with under a minute to go. 40 seconds to go. Butler has it near half court. He's looking for something to develop. Butler, he's driving in, takes a little shot, and he doesn't make it. Pascal rebound with 29 seconds to go. Warriors can truly steal this. This is more than I could have asked for, really, especially uh, early in the game when the Heat were just dominating. They were getting everything they wanted down low. With 15 seconds to go, Steph with the ball. Steph, he's trapped by two players over to Bazemore, over to Ubre. Ubre three isn't good, and there's seven seconds to go. Hero with the ball, swings it up, looking for Mitchell Robinson. Oh, well, what happened? Did time run out? Are they going to overtime? Oh my God, they're just going to overtime. I can't believe it wasn't, uh, it was Kendrick Nunn who didn't even get up a shot. That was a kind of a weird sequence. I don't know if Miami was out of uh, timeouts, but (laughs) Uh, unbelievably, this game's going to overtime. That's all the Warriors could ask for. Uh, It would have been amazing had Oubre hit that shot. He didn't even need the three. We were tied. He probably should have drove, and that would have been the play. Worst case, he gets fouled and then shoots free throws, and we still could steal the win right there. Um, Warriors got a big task on their hands now, the Heat. Now will be, you know, a chance to catch their breath and get things right. And obviously, they've been dominating down low in the paint all game. So it'd be silly not to see them go back to that. So sadly, you know, obviously the Heat, you would think the Heat would be favored here. Even the Warriors came back by so much. Um, The best chance was to steal it right there. And now that we're going another five minutes... uh, I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, I'm hopeful, but the way, you know, the game plays out, it's 
hard to say, you know, that's actually what's going to happen. So while they get ready for that, I should probably get into some other NBA check-in because it's been a minute. Uh, I know the hottest team in the league right now, the team everybody talking about is the uh, Utah Jazz. And what's even more impressive about their uh, run right now is the fact that uh, Conley's been hurt recently and they still keep it going. Uh, listening to my guys, uh, who I mention all the time on the mismatch, uh, they were talking about how just like it's a deep team and, and they got a lot of returning players. Uh, obviously, Conley struggled a lot last year and he was able to come in and and, and they really uh, have been dominating here for a stretch. Uh, add on to the top of that, the fact the Lakers, not only have they been cruising, they just lost Anthony Davis for at least uh, three, four weeks uh, with an injury. So um, Lakers, I mean, obviously defending champs and uh, even, you know, in cruise control, they're still second in the West with a 22 and seven record. So even with them taking it easy, they're, they're, they're still clearly showing their dominance. So uh, that's what's going on with them. The Clippers at 21 and nine. Uh, Portland, real impressive since losing uh, C.J. McCollum. They've been able to hang around. They got a 18-10 and 10 record. Uh, Phoenix, obviously, impressed in the bubble. And uh, they brought into this season, adding Chris Paul, 17-10. and 10. San Antonio, um, always solid and amazing to see them kind of bounce back. They're 16-11. Uh, and 11. Denver, that's a little bit of a surprise all the way down at the 7th seed. Uh, as, you know, as... Everybody thought they were going to build off what they did last year, especially in the bubble, being able to come back from those 2-3-1 deficits and uh, make it to the West Finals. But uh, they're right there, actually, with the Warriors, 15-13 uh, and 13 records. So. But we are in overtime. Obviously, we start with five minutes to go. Uh, Warriors did get the first possession, and they missed. Uh, bringing it back down on the floor. Uh, not surprised they bring it right to Adebayo. I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to just try to feed the paint. Oh, Bazemore with the steal, and he's going to go all the way. But he, he was fouled. Um, uh, that was close. Uh, Duncan Robinson fouled him, but obviously he didn't think he did. Uh, Bazemore a little reckless uh, going up for that. He was definitely out of control, but uh, cool to see uh, Bazemore playing the passing lanes like that and get the steal. And man, like it, he was streaking so much that Duncan Robinson, the Heat defender, really was like he was almost falling over in pursuit of Bazemore. And the Warriors got lucky there because I didn't see much of a foul from. Uh, uh, Robinson pursuing him there and they might actually be reviewing it so I wouldn't be surprised if that gets overturned because uh, there wasn't much there at all so they're obviously going to look at that so uh, go back to looking at the standings uh, Memphis at 12 and 12 um, you know some up some downs they haven't had Jaron Jackson all year though another uh Disappointing team. A lot of people thought they were going to make the jump this year to be a top four seed contender, and that's Dallas at uh, 13 and 50. As of right now, they'd be in that playoff uh, play in game spot since they're the 10 seed in the West right now. Sacramento at 12 and 15. Uh, New Orleans, 12 and 16. They obviously had the really slow start, but uh, they've been coming on lately. Obviously, uh, Zion looking really good. So, yeah, I don't know. They're going back to the thing. Oh, he barely touches them. If they consider that a foul, I swear. Like, Bazemore was just completely out of control on the play. So, that would be a stretch. Um, Shoe side note, looking at Steph's... uh, New, I think those are the new Curry 8s, and they got the the Oakland Forever Warriors colorway. I definitely would like to look into uh, grabbing a pair of those. And uh, speaking of uh, fashion and whatnot, the Heat are wearing uh, one of their interesting colorway jerseys, the uh, kind of like uh, half blue, half pink. Uh, obviously, a lot what they do is like, Miami Vice inspired, and, and, and they're doing a lot with fashion that right now. Okay, yeah, they're going to overturn the call. Uh, not surprised, and they're going to do a jump ball. Uh, 
because yeah, there's obviously wasn't foul there. Uh, I got Jade with me right here. And this is a perfect time to get her impression of what she thinks, uh, not only of the heat jerseys, but of the, the stuff. Did you get a chance to check those out? The, the Curry 8s? I didn't get a glance at them, but hopefully I'll have a chance here in a second when, um, I think he's going back out on the floor. Yeah, he'll be but... back out there. It's the same colors that they got on the jersey. And okay. right here stuff has it on the oh, Okay, yeah. Eight. Yeah, I like them. They don't they don't stand out as much as Okay, wait. Now. Hold up, I'm confused. They look like two different shoes. It's just because on one side it's, it's a more different. Orange, yeah. And the other side is the more uh the navy blue. I like the that. The Oakland Forever kind of matches the uh Late 2000s, we believe, era of the Warriors. So, yeah, yeah I know. what do you think about the Heat jersey? Oh, you get more on the side. It's a nice style, honestly. Yeah, I like I like the shoes. I like the jerseys. I like the bright colors. I'm a very colorful person. And for me, watching, especially basketball, because that's probably the sport I watch the most, I like watching for, like, colorful shoes and how the jerseys look and the font of the, you know, the teams and stuff like that. I'm really interested in all of that because... You know, I like I like nitpicking little details. I like fashion. So yeah, it's always very fun for me. I like the blue and pink. I think it's cool. It kind of it does feel very like you said, Miami Vice kind of beachy, gonna go to a club, you know, late night type of vibe. And I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, um, they're interesting. I I do like their black jerseys that have kind of the 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 splashes of blue and pink more i think than i like these these are all right but i think i like those a little more uh while jade was covering that a a, a pretty insane sequence where uh Steph fought for a rebound. They were able to get the ball for floor, and they had about four chances. They had four shots, all misses. They couldn't cash in. It's still 105 all. I don't think anybody scored here in overtime, and it's uh, 2.50 to go. Uh, swings it over to Pascal, back to Steph. Steph fake, drives in, free throw line jumper, no good. And the Heat get the rebound with 2.40 left. Yeah, I swear, that sequence a, a bit ago, I can't believe the Warriors didn't cash in. They had four, like four shots at it and uh, just couldn't get it. But uh, Butler drives in and gets the layup, makes it Miami 107, Warriors 105 with 2.25 to go. Steph brings it up the floor very slowly to develop the play. Over to Bazemore, over to Wiggins, Wiggins for three, no good. But Bazemore rebound back up and in, tying the game. Woo, Bazemore staying with it. Thank goodness, because Miami would have got another one in overtime. Uh, you know, that's asking a lot. Hero looked like he traveled, looked like he traveled. And I know some of the Warriors bench saw it too. I immediately saw them it's it's it, that was a case of ball don't lie right there because that definitely looked like a travel and I wasn't the only one that saw it. Baysmore with the ball, Baysmore to the basket. Oh, but he's blocked. Wiggins rebound tip. Oh, Baysmore, Baysmore. Oh man, I can't say I can't say enough about him. Uh, late in the game, uh, first lead of the game after the largest deficit was 19 points. Warriors 109, Miami 108. Otto Bio right to the basket. That's what the Heat got to do if they want to win this. The Warriors just don't have the size to match with him. So, uh, 109 all with 125 to go. Steph brings the ball up slowly once again. Tries to split none. Oh, three. Good! Steph puts the Warriors up again. 112, 109 with 110 to go. Butler brings the ball up. They had such a crazy angle on that. It was it was really weird to see it develop. It was like courtside low, like almost like you were seated courtside. Duncan Robinson three, no good. And rebound goes to Ubre with under a minute to go, and Steph brings the ball up. I can't believe they might be about to steal this game. I'm so glad I started to record because this is definitely something. Uh, uh, worth preserving. Steph to the basket, kicks out to Wiggins. Wiggins three, good! Oh, and that probably seals it. Wow, the Warriors had no right winning this game, and it looks like they're going to steal it. Warriors 115, Miami 109 with 40.1 seconds to go. Wow, the Heat got to be stunned. 
They are going to feel sick about this because they had everything on the Warriors. They had pretty much a full squad out there. Right? They had Hero. They had Duncan. They had Autobio. They had Butler. Wow. And they had the huge size advantage. Like I said, that's where they were punishing the Warriors early in the game. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't go to Autobio as uh, more here. I mean, obviously the Warriors are trying to stop that, but it was clear a second ago when they went to him down low, like the Warriors just have nothing for an all-star like that, you know, a uh, big man. Uh, they cut to Wiseman, everybody, Damian Lee on the bench, Juan Toscano. Yeah, wow, Warriors, like I said, no right to win this game and they stole it. I, I said this earlier as we were watching, I hate that that's the position we're in, that like you, we can't like roll through games against these like quality teams like the Heat. Like, we, we rolled the Cavs the other night, but against these teams like the Lakers and the, the, the Heat here, it's like you got to hang around, hang around, hang around, and then strike. I mean, that's what happened in uh, the Lakers game earlier this year. They put it in cruise control in the fourth, and then we took over and took it. Uh, like I said, the Heat were up uh, 19 early in this one. It was tough to watch. I follow some people on uh, fellow Warriors fan on Twitter, and even some of them. I saw one of them. He was like tuning out, and I, I don't blame him. It's, it can be hard to watch. You know, you put a lot into your team, and watching it again really, really tough to watch. But uh, I'm definitely glad I started watching this. Glad I started recording it. Butler inbounds to Autobio with under 40 seconds to go. Hot clock is running out. Hero to Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, three, good. That makes it Miami 112, Warriors 115 with 32 seconds to go. This game's definitely not over after that three from Duncan Robinson. Inbound, and it looks like somebody wanted to call a timeout. Warriors timeout, so uh, we're going to extend this. Um, obviously, you would, as a Warrior, you def I, it felt like the door was closed, but it just opened back up off of that three. Uh, 30 seconds, plenty of time uh, with Duncan Robinson hitting that three. Um, speaking of Duncan Robinson, um, I can't remember the name of the player we drafted, though, but the, the, the last guy, the, the stash and uh, weight guy, I remember reading, uh, he's, you know, he's got stuff and he's got clay on his team, but of all people's uh, game to study, he's studying uh, Duncan Robinson. So uh, I guess that's a, a definitely a way to know your role in the league. So um, obviously you saw right there, he was clutch and he hit that. So since I stepped away for a minute, I guess I'll jump back over to the standings. Um, when I last left off, I had mentioned uh, Houston down at 11 and 17. Uh, not going to happen for them this year, but uh, they have had some some play hard game. That's a team that uh, I know fights hard all the time. A lot of uh, guys, you know, looking for second chances in the league, trying to revamp their image. Demarcus Cousins, John Wall, Victor Oladipo. So. Uh, a little surprised uh, after they had a pretty strong start, but haven't been able to keep it going. Uh, surprisingly, they have the same record as Oklahoma City at 11 and 17. I remember coming into the season, Oklahoma City was the only team that you could count on that wouldn't make the playoffs because they pretty much traded everybody and everything uh, from Westbrook to Steven Adams. All they had left was uh, Gilgis Alexander, but uh, the 11 17 record is pretty impressive. And the only thing under that is Minnesota at 7 22. Carl Anthony Towns was gone for most of the year, but uh, back to the game with 30 seconds to go. Steph has the ball. He's going to run some clock here at half court. 24 seconds to go. Steph drives, pulls it back out. Steph for three. Good! Oh, and is that the dagger that it could be? Because that puts the Warriors up 118-112. So nice to see the Warriors come alive here at the end of the game. And the interesting thing was Steph didn't have the strongest game here, which was what led to us falling behind so early that and the fact that there's just so much bigger and all they just you know punished us in the paint for not having any big guys to match but uh Steph's obviously been able to turn on late and that's been the difference that and uh Baysmore uh Wiggins you know wow <laughs> I can't believe uh that they're gonna steal this and yeah really glad I started recording uh so cool um Probably one of my favorite wins of the year just because it looked so hopeless. And from that hopelessness, they didn't give up. 
and they did steal it and like you hate that they're just in that position that they can't just like roll them the whole way that was so fun during the dynasty years but you know that's where we're at with uh, so many players injured obviously clay's out for the season but uh yeah love 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 getting this win especially before uh, they got hit the road and go on a road trip here uh looks like we're going to orlando on friday obviously they have been injury decimated and that was actually one of my least favorite wins of the year because um they had no business being in the game. They had so many people injured. That should have been like a 30, 40 point Warriors win. And it was close. Uh, then we got the Hornets on Saturday. Obviously, uh, Steph loves going back there where he grew up and where his dad does uh, commentary. All right, uh, final 15 seconds. Uh, but he can't get the ball in. That's a, oh my God. That's a five second violation Warriors ball. That's the worst. If you're a Heat fan, that's got to make you sick. You can't even get the ball inbounds. You just held it. He held it for too long. Warriors ball with 15.9 seconds to go. It gets the ball into Steph. Steph in the backcourt. He's trying to outrun Igudala. And finally, Igudala fouls him with 10 seconds left in the game. And you know with Steph going to the line, he almost never misses there. It's, it's uh, very rare to see him get a miss. Uh, Olenek just couldn't get the ball in the game. And I swear you got to have the timer in your head. You got to, you know, as a professional, you can't get your first few looks. You got to have that alarm going off in your head. Like, oh my God, it's been four or five seconds. Because the refs, they'll actually play on your side. when they, It's called a five second call, but they'll probably give you more like seven seconds. It's got to be pretty egregious for them to be like, okay, that's enough, you know. Steph hits the free throw, making it Warriors 119, Miami 112. Wow. Getting, uh, getting a win against our old friend, uh, Igudala, a huge part of our, uh, our uh, three championships and obviously uh, MVP of the first one. Uh, Steph hit it, and it's 120-112. Uh, Heat bring the ball back down, but uh, Warriors steal it, and that's going to be your final score, 120-112 in overtime. And I can't say it enough. This is a, a game the Warriors had no business winning. That's a, a near, if not full strength, uh, Miami Heat team that went to the NBA Finals last year. And yes, we're at home, but we were down 18 and to come back and win this one, incredible. Definitely one of my favorite uh, wins of the year. And I'm very thankful to get this on record and uh, have this as something I can listen back to. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I always have fun, kind of fun, you know, playing out the end of the game. Uh, Nez and Jade have been so sweet saying they really enjoy when I do it. So uh, hopefully you guys do get a chance to listen to this back and... Uh, Tell me what you think, and uh, hopefully we can do a more of it. But uh, before I uh, let you go here, since it's been so long, I kind of ran down the standings of the uh, West. Uh, they're interviewing uh, Bazemore right now, and he definitely deserves it. Uh, I feel like he, yeah, season high, 26 points, 8 rebounds off of 10 for 19 shooting. He was real key in the end of the game, getting it tied, getting the game to overtime, and then even, you know, scoring in the overtime. So, but yeah, uh, incredible. So, uh, but yeah, to the Eastern Conference, like I said before I let you go, um, we got Philly up top, uh, 19 and 10. Very impressive, especially with all the the talk of early in the year of uh, Simmons, was he going to get traded for Harden? And then that didn't get through, so... Uh, you stick with him, and I heard he's been really good since. And Embiid, um, only thing that keeps him out of uh, MVP front running right now is I know he's dealt with a little injuries, but other than that, I hear he's been playing phenomenal, 40% from three, so that's impressive to see. Brooklyn, even with all their ups and downs and Kyrie missing time and Durant out because of uh, uh, contact tracing virus issues, and then, you know, the Harden trade and, you know, they're playing without Levert. They're waiting for Harden to come in. And then Harden does get in. You got to make that work. They're st 
there's just no denying they're at 18 and 12. And all you had to do was look at that that uh, that Warriors game uh, where the Nets played, and it was just like you just you could just the vibe was all wrong. You could tell it was it was all theirs the whole way. So uh, Milwaukee at 16 and 12. I know. Um, they're right there at three, but yet with that record, um, they've definitely had some letdowns this year coming off of uh, Giannis's uh, two MVP seasons. He's obviously definitely not getting it again, not because he doesn't deserve it, because the story always changes. If I had to say right now, it, it looks like uh, LeBron, uh, who obviously was incensed last year to not be considered for the MVP because they're all about story. Uh, he went ahead and won the championship for the first time with the Lakers. And uh, like I said, just easily um, cruising along this year and they'll definitely be a contender. So yeah, uh, Indiana at the four spot, 15 and 14. You can see uh, the East as far as records go. Uh, they've definitely cooled off some of these teams after a hotter start and uh, uh, early in the standings here, you start to see a closer to 500 record, but I know they had some uh, injury concerns with Savonis, and obviously as part of the the big Harden trade, they haven't even got Levert in because they found uh, he had that medical issue. So, yeah, uh, up next, uh, Boston, 14 and 14. I know they've had their ups and downs. Uh, so we'll see where they end up. Uh, this is a surprise in the number six spot, uh, New York, 14 and 16. But I know when uh, the Warriors played them earlier in the year, I was like, oh, man, bad loss, bad loss. But then you look, you see the stats and uh, defensive stats. Uh, Knicks were number one. So you, you can't be too mad at that. And I've been hearing uh, how much uh, Randall's improved this year, Julius Randall. So... There's that. Uh, Toronto, after a really slow start, finds themselves in the seventh spot, 13-15. And the Hornets, uh, with their young rookie, uh, the youngest of the Ball brothers, they're at 13-15. And And then right on the outside, looking at that play-in game, we got uh, Chicago at 12-15 and and Atlanta at 12-16. And And I know uh, Atlanta's been on a free fall from what I've heard. Uh, Definitely uh, a rough... Uh, set of games recently their last 10 yeah they're three and seven so uh, they've fallen in the standings uh, and then yeah I mean I was just talking about Miami as this like uh, big contender but there they are in the standings right after Atlanta uh, 11 and 17 uh, they've obviously had their struggles but this is a team that just went to the NBA finals last year so they've got the talent uh, I'm I, I would uh, go out <laughs> on a limb, and I don't think that's far of a limb to say uh, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to get up into a playoff spot. I'd be shocked if they didn't get anything uh, lower than six when it's all said and done. Struggling now, but they'll get it together. Um, Orlando at 11 and 18. So many injuries, they're probably uh, doomed, done this year. Uh, and that's who the Warriors got up next, so... Uh, hopefully they learned from the last one. It's, it'll be easy, but it's not, you know, completely lay down. You got to show up a little. So uh, Washington really struggling, nine and seventeen. So many rough losses. Kind of surprising. Uh, it's funny. I've had such a weird relationship through the years with Russell Westbrook where I, you know, wasn't a fan of his game. But then, you know, you go to NBA 2K and you realize that's my favorite kind of player to play with, a guy that's like fast and a guard and can drive to the basket and dunk. And that's Westbrook for you, so it's kind of funny. Like, you know, there's a lot to dislike about his game, but then a lot to like too. And, you know, he's come around in a lot of areas too, so. Uh, Finally, we got Cleveland at 10 and 19. They had a real nice start to the season, but they've fallen off uh, a lot now, and they've gotten to the point now where they sat drumming against us last game, and that turned into the whole big Draymond thing, talking about the media having double standards about a a guy like Harden. You're going to trash him for wanting a trade, but then when a team wants to trade a guy like Drummond, they don't allow him to play because they don't want him to get hurt and they want to get the best deal for themselves. So it's like, it's not cool when the player 
wants to do it, but it's cool when the team wants to do it. So maybe people have been talking about a lot that a lot lately. And then finally at the bottom of the division, Drummond's old team, uh, Detroit at 8 and 20 the second worst record in the league only second to the wolves like i said i kind of got cut off on the wolves so jump back over to them real quick the fact that uh carl anthony towns missed uh start of the most of the season he only just came back and now that he's back d'angelo russell's hurt and he's out i know at least a month so uh, unlucky Wolves, and yeah, they're not going anywhere. Uh, the interesting thing there is Warriors have a draft pick coming back from the Wolves, and wouldn't that be nuts? Uh, obviously, we did the whole sign and trade with Durant when he didn't want to re-sign with us, and we that was when D'Angelo Russell was with Brooklyn, and we sent KD to Brooklyn. We got D'Angelo Russell back, tried him out, didn't work. So we sent him to Minnesota for Wiggins, but we got the uh, draft pick back also. So in addition to our own draft pick, which was Wiseman this year, we got next year's Minnesota pick, which right now uh, would have the best odds at being number one. And they say this next year's draft is going to be even deeper. So uh, really looking forward to that. I gotta say, as we wind this up here, this actually worked out pretty perfectly. Was able to do that full recap and do a run through in the league, and we're just over the 30 minute mark. So, uh, got anything else NBA related or NBA style related before we get out of here, Jade? Um, we still need to get the sunset shoes. Yeah, the Aaron Gordon shoes from last year's uh, dunk contest. Uh, the All-Star game may or may not be on. I know a lot of players don't want to do it. The end league said they were going to do it. The Atlanta mayor said, like, we're not welcoming people for the All-Star game. So it's a very weird situation this year. Uh, I guess if it does happen, they might do the dunk contest at halftime and then the three-point shootout either before the game or after the game. I don't know. But the way there's been so much resistance, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen at all this year. But Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thanks for chiming in. Yeah, of course. You did a great job. Oh, thanks. All right. Yeah, I'll leave you with uh, Steph. Ended up with 25 points after a slow start and 11 assists. He was uh, ooh, 5 for 20 from 3. Uh, obviously, it's only 25%. But, hey, it was they were the late ones. That was what mattered. So, uh, glad I recorded this. And hopefully, it doesn't take me too long to get back with another NBA check-in. But I don't want to promise anything because you never know what will happen. So, I'll try to get back sooner than later. And thanks for listening. Till next time, have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you next time, you society. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is NBA Check-In. What's up, everyone? I'm here. It's been a minute, but I'm back again here to do a little live broadcast at the end of this uh, Heat Warriors game. It's the fourth quarter, just under three minutes to go. It's Miami 101, Golden State 98. Uh, It's so close that I felt like I had to come on. Oh, man, autobio to the basket. That puts up Miami up 103-98. Pascal back down the floor, over to Bazemore, swings it to Steph. Steph making moves under the basket. He still has the ball. Had to go back out to three-point. Takes the three. Good! Steph nails the three, which makes it Miami 103, Golden State 101 with 2.20 to go. Uh, The Warriors were left for dead in this game, but uh, they did actually what they needed to do. I hate that they just have to hang around and hope they can steal it, but that's what might just happen here. Butler swings it over to Hero, but there's a foul on the floor with 2.07 to go. So, yeah, uh, really excited to get back. Uh, Hopefully you guys had a chance to listen to the most recent E-Society. We did a whole new full episode covering uh, TV, uh, movies, everything we knew. Oh, Warriors steal the ball. Uh, Steph has the ball. With under two minutes to go, Steph's dancing, Butler on him. Steph to the basket, flips it up, no call. And he didn't make it. He was kind of looking for the foul. Uh, Heat back up the floor, Hero. Hero with the ball, 140 to go. 
Hero brings it into Bam and easy dunk. And that's the problem. The Warriors just don't have the size to deal with the heat. That's how they got in trouble and were down by as much as 20 earlier in the game. They just, we don't have anybody. We don't have Wiseman. We don't even have Loonian right now. He, they're, everybody's hurt that's big for us. So uh, Baysmore down the lane and he scores, which makes it Miami 105, Golden State 103 with 125 to go. Really glad I did this. Uh, looks like it's going to, uh, keep going to the finish. Hopefully we can just finish this out and it's exciting to the finish. I hate when they, they call a bunch of timeouts to end games. Bam! Brings it in and can't finish. The Warriors can tie or take the lead with a minute to go. I can't believe they were able to do this, but really exciting. Obviously they get the ball to Steph. He's got... He gets it over to Bazemore. Bazemore drives. He throws it up and in ties the game with 52 seconds to go. 105 all. And Miami's not going to stop the game. I love this. Keep it going. Let's go. I can't believe it's 105 all with under a minute to go. 40 seconds to go. Butler has it near half court. He's looking for something to develop. Butler, he's driving in, takes a little shot, and he doesn't make it. Pascal rebound with 29 seconds to go. Warriors can truly steal this. This is more than I could have asked for, really, especially uh, early in the game when the Heat were just dominating. They were getting everything they wanted down low. With 15 seconds to go, Steph with the ball. Steph, he's trapped by two players over to Bazemore, over to Oubre. Oubre three isn't good, and there's seven seconds to go. Hero with the ball, swings it up, looking for Mitchell Robinson. Oh, well, what happened? Did time run out? Are they going to overtime? Oh my God, they're just going to overtime. I can't believe it wasn't, uh, it was Kendrick Nunn who didn't even get up a shot. That was a kind of a weird sequence. I don't know if Miami was out of uh, timeouts, but <laughs> uh, unbelievably, this game's going to overtime. That's all the Warriors could ask for. Uh, it would have been amazing had Ubre hit that shot. He didn't even need the three. We were tied. He probably should have drove, and that would have been the play. In the worst case, he gets fouled and then shoots free throws, and we still could steal the win right there. Um, Warriors got a big task on their hands now, the Heat. Now will be, you know, a chance to catch their breath and get things right. And obviously, they've been dominating down low in the paint all game. So it'd be silly not to see them go back to that. So sadly, you know, obviously the Heat, you would think the Heat would be favored here. Even the Warriors came back by so much. Um, the best chance was to steal it right there. And now that we're going another five minutes, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, I'm hopeful, but the way, you know, the game plays out, it's hard to say, you know, that's actually what's going to happen. So while they get ready for that, I should probably get into some other NBA check-in because it's been a minute. Uh, I know the hottest team in the league right now, the team everybody talk, talking about is the uh, Utah Jazz. And what's even more impressive about their... Uh, run right now is the fact that uh, Conley's been hurt recently and they still keep it going. Uh, listening to my guys uh, who I mention all the time on the mismatch, uh, they were talking about how just like it's a deep team and they got a lot of returning players. Uh, obviously, Conley struggled a lot last year and he was able to come in and and, and they really have uh, been dominating here for a stretch. Uh, add on to the top of that, the fact the Lakers, not only have they been cruising, they just lost Anthony Davis for at least uh, three, four weeks uh, with an injury. So um, Lakers, I mean, obviously defending champs and uh, even, you know, in cruise control, they're still second in the West with a 22 and seven record. So even with them taking it easy, they're, they're, they're still clearly showing their dominance. So uh, that's what's going on with them. The Clippers at 21-9. and nine. Uh, Portland, real impressive since losing uh, C.J. McCollum. They've been able to hang around. They got a 18-10 and 10 record. Uh, Phoenix, obviously, impressed in the bubble. And uh, they brought into this season adding Chris Paul, 17-10. and 10. 
San Antonio, um, always solid and amazing to see them kind of bounce back. They're uh, 16 and 11. Denver, that's a little bit of a surprise all the way down at the seven seed. Uh, as, you know, as everybody thought they were going to build off what they did last year, especially in the bubble, being able to come back from those 2-3-1 deficits and uh, make it to the West Finals. But uh they're right there, actually, with the Warriors, uh, 15 and 13 records. So, But we are in overtime. Obviously, we start with five minutes to go. Uh, Warriors did get the first possession, and they missed, uh, bringing it back down on the floor. Uh, not surprised they bring it right to Adebayo. I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to just try to feed the paint. Oh, Bazemore with the steal, and he's going to go all the way. But he, he was fouled. Um, uh, that was close. Uh, Duncan Robinson fouled him, but obviously he didn't think he did. Uh, Bazemore a little reckless uh, going up for that. He was definitely out of control, but uh, cool to see uh, Bazemore playing the passing lanes like that and get the steal. And man, like it, he was streaking so much that Duncan Robinson, the Heat defender, really was like he was almost falling over in pursuit of Bazemore. And the Warriors got lucky there because I didn't see much of a foul from... Uh, uh, Robinson pursuing him there. And they might actually be reviewing it. So I wouldn't be surprised if that gets overturned because uh, there wasn't much there at all. So they're obviously going to look at that. So uh, go back to looking at the standings. Uh, Memphis at 12 and 12. Um, you know, some ups, some downs. They haven't had Jaron Jackson all year, though. Another. Uh, disappointing team a lot of people thought they were going to make the jump this year to be a top four seed contender and that's dallas at uh, 13 and 50 as of right now they'd be in that playoff uh, play in game spot since they're the 10 seed in the west right now sacramento at 12 and 15 uh, New Orleans, 12 and 16. They obviously had the really slow start, but uh, they've been coming on lately. Obviously, uh, Zion looking really good. So, yeah, I don't know. They're going back to the thing. Oh, he barely touches them. If they consider that a foul, I swear. Like, Bazemore was just completely out of control on the play. So, that would be a stretch. Um, shoe side note, looking at Steph's... Uh, new i think those are the new curry eights and they got the the oakland forever warriors colorway i definitely would like to look into uh, grabbing a pair of those and uh, speaking of uh fashion and whatnot the heat are wearing uh, one of their interesting colorway jerseys the uh kind of like uh half blue half pink uh, obviously a lot what they do is like Miami Vice inspired and, and and they're doing a lot with fashion that right now. Okay, yeah, they're gonna overturn the call. Uh, not surprised, and they're gonna do a jump ball because yeah, there obviously wasn't a foul there. Uh, I got Jade with me right here. This is a perfect time to get her impression of what she thinks, uh, not only of the Heat jerseys but of the the stuff. Did you get a chance to check those out? The the Curry Eights. I didn't get to glance at them, but hopefully I have a chance here in a second when. Um... I think he's going back out on the floor. Yeah, he'll be but, back out there. It's the same colors that they got on the jersey. And okay. He right here, stuff has it on the. Oh, okay, the yeah, eight. yeah, I like them. They don't, they don't stand out as much as. Okay, wait, now, hold up, I'm confused. They look like two different shoes. It's just because on one side it's, it's a more different, orange, yeah, and the other side is the more uh, the navy blue. I like the that. Oakland Forever kind of matches the. Uh, Late 2000s, we believe, era of the Warriors. So Yeah, yeah I know. What do you think about the Heat jersey? Oh, you get more on the side. It's a nice style, honestly. Yeah, I like I like the shoes. I like the jerseys. I like the bright colors. I'm a very colorful person. And for me, watching, especially basketball, because that's probably the sport I watch the most, I like watching for, like, colorful shoes and how the jerseys look and the font of the... You know, the teams and stuff like that. I'm really interested in all of that because, you know, I like I like nitpicking little details. I like fashion. So, yeah, it's always very fun for me. I like the blue and pink. I think it's cool. It kind of, it does feel very, like you said, Miami Vice, kind of beachy, going to go to a club, you know, late night type of vibe. And I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're interesting. I, I do like their black 
jerseys that have kind of the 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 splashes of blue and pink more i think than i like these these are all right but i think i like those a little more uh while jade was covering that uh, a a pretty insane sequence where uh Steph fought for a rebound. They were able to get the ball for floor, and they had about four chances. They had four shots, all misses. They couldn't cash in. It's still 105 all. I don't think anybody scored here in overtime, and it's uh, 2.50 to go. Uh, swings it over to Pascal, back to Steph. Steph fake, drives in, free throw line jumper, no good. And the Heat get the rebound with 2.40 left. Yeah, I swear, that sequence a, a bit ago, I can't believe the Warriors didn't cash in. They had four, like four shots at it and uh, just couldn't get it. But uh, Butler drives in and gets the layup, makes it Miami 107, Warriors 105 with 2.25 to go. Steph brings it up the floor very slowly to develop the play. Over to Bazemore, over to Wiggins, Wiggins for three, no good. But Bazemore rebound back up and in, tying the game. Woo, Bazemore staying with it. Thank goodness, because Miami would have got another one in overtime. Uh, you know, that's asking a lot. Hero looked like he traveled, looked like he traveled. And I know some of the Warriors bench saw it too. I immediately saw them it's it's it, that was a case of ball don't lie right there because that definitely looked like a travel and I wasn't the only one that saw it. Bazemore with the ball, Bazemore to the basket. Oh, but he's blocked. Wiggins rebound tip. Oh, Bazemore, Bazemore. Oh man, I can't say I can't say enough about him. Uh, late in the game, uh, first lead of the game after the largest deficit was 19 points. Warriors 109, Miami 108. Otto Bio right to the basket. That's what the Heat got to do if they want to win this. The Warriors just don't have the size to match with him. So uh, 109 all with 125 to go. Steph brings the ball up slowly once again. Tries to split none. Oh, three. Good. Steph puts the Warriors up again. 112, 109 with 110 to go. Butler brings the ball up. They had such a crazy angle on that. It was it was really weird to see it develop. It was like courtside low, like almost like you were seated courtside. Duncan Robinson three, no good. And rebound goes to Ubre with under a minute to go, and Steph brings the ball up. I can't believe they might be about to steal this game. So glad I started to record because this is definitely something. Uh, uh, worth preserving. Steph to the basket, kicks out to Wiggins. Wiggins three, good! Oh, and that probably seals it. Wow, the Warriors had no right winning this game, and it looks like they're going to steal it. Warriors 115, Miami 109 with 40.1 seconds to go. Wow, the Heat got to be stunned. They're going to feel sick about this because they had everything on the Warriors. They had pretty much a full squad out there. They had Hero. They had Duncan. They had Autobio. They had Butler. Wow. And they had the huge size advantage. Like I said, that's where they were punishing the Warriors early in the game. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't go to Autobio as uh, more here. I mean, obviously, the Warriors are trying to stop that, but it was clear a second ago when they went to him down low, like the Warriors just have nothing for an all-star like that, you know, a uh, big man. Uh, they cut to Wiseman, everybody, Damian Lee on the bench, Juan Toscano. Yeah, wow, Warriors, like I said, no right to win this game and they stole it. I, I said this earlier as we were watching, I hate that that's the position we're in, that like you, we can't like roll through games against these like quality teams like the Heat. Like, we, we rolled the Cavs the other night, but against these teams like the Lakers and the, the, the Heat here, it's like you got to hang around, hang around, hang around, and then strike. I mean, that's what happened uh, the Lakers game earlier this year. They put it in cruise control in the fourth, and then we took over and took it. Uh, like I said, the Heat were up uh, 19 early in this one. It was tough to watch. I follow some people on uh, fellow Warriors fan on Twitter, and even some of them. I saw one of them. He was like tuning out, and I, I don't blame him. It's, it can be hard to watch. You know, you put a lot into your team, and watching it again really, really tough to watch. But uh, I'm definitely glad I started watching this. Glad I started recording it. Butler inbounds to Otto Bio with under 40 seconds to go. Clock is running out. Hero to Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, three, good. 
That makes it Miami 112, Warriors 115 with 32 seconds to go. This game's definitely not over after that three from Duncan Robinson. Inbound, and it looks like somebody wanted to call a timeout. Warriors timeout, so uh, we're going to extend this. Um, obviously, you would, as a Warrior, you def- I, it felt like the door was closed, but it just opened back up off of that three. Uh, 30 seconds, plenty of time. Uh, with Duncan Robinson hitting that three. Um, Speaking of Duncan Robinson, um, I can't remember the name of the player we drafted, though, but the the last guy, the the stash and uh, weight guy, I remember reading, uh, he's, you know, he's got stuff and he's got clay on his team, but of all people's uh, game to study, he's studying uh, Duncan Robinson. So uh, I guess that's definitely a way to know your role in the league. So um, obviously you saw right there, he was clutch and he hit that. So since they stepped away for a minute, I guess I'll jump back over to the standings. Um, When I last left off, I had mentioned uh, Houston down at 11 and 17. Uh, not going to happen for them this year, but uh, they have had some some play hard game. That's a team that uh, I know fights hard all the time. A lot of uh, guys, you know, looking for second chances in the league, trying to revamp their image. Demarcus Cousins, John Wall, Victor Oladipo. So uh, a little surprised uh, after they had a pretty strong start, but haven't been able to keep it going. Uh, surprisingly, they have the same record as Oklahoma City at 11 and 17. I remember coming into the season, Oklahoma City was the only team that you could count on that wouldn't make the playoffs because they pretty much traded everybody and everything uh, from Westbrook to Steven Adams. All they had left was uh, Gilgis Alexander, but uh, the 11 17 record is pretty impressive. And the only thing under that is Minnesota at 7 and 22. Carl Anthony Towns was gone for most of the year, but uh, back to the game with 30 seconds to go. Steph has the ball. He's going to run some clock here at half court. 24 seconds to go. Steph drives, pulls it back out. Steph for three. Good! Oh, and is that the dagger that it could be? Because that puts the Warriors up 118-112. So nice to see the Warriors come alive here at the end of the game. And the interesting thing was Steph didn't have the strongest game here, which was what led to us falling behind so early that and the fact that there's just so much bigger and all they just you know punished us in the paint for not having any big guys to match but uh Steph's obviously been able to turn on late and that's been the difference that and uh Baysmore uh Wiggins you know wow (laughs) I can't believe uh that they're gonna steal this and yeah really glad I started recording uh so cool um Probably one of my favorite wins of the year just because it looked so hopeless. And from that hopelessness, they didn't give up and they did steal it. And like you hate that they are just in that position that they can't just like roll them the whole way. That was so fun during the dynasty years. But, you know, that's where we're at with uh, so many players injured. Obviously, Clay's out for the season. But uh, yeah, love, love, love getting this win, especially before uh, they got hit the road and go on a road trip here. Uh, looks like we're going to Orlando on Friday. Obviously, they have been injury decimated. And that was actually one of my least favorite wins of the year because uh, they had no business being in the game. They had so many people injured. That should have been like a 30, 40 point Warriors win. And it was close. Uh, then we got the Hornets on Saturday. Obviously, uh, Steph loves going back there where he grew up and where his dad does uh, commentary. All right. Uh, final 15 seconds. Uh, but he can't get the ball in. That's a, oh my God. That's a five second violation. Warriors ball. That's the worst. If you're a Heat fan, that's got to make you sick. You can't even get the ball in bounds. You just held it. He held it for too long. Warriors ball with 15.9 seconds to go. It gets the ball into Steph. Steph in the backcourt. He's trying to outrun Igudala. And finally, Iguodala fouls him with 10 seconds left in the game. And you know with Steph going to the line, he almost never misses there. It's it's uh, very rare to see him get a miss. Uh, Olenek just couldn't get the ball in the game. And I swear, you got to have the timer in your head. You got to, you know, as a professional, 
you can't get your first few looks you gotta have that alarm going off in your head like oh my god it's been four or five seconds because the refs they'll actually play on your side when they, it's called a five second call but they'll probably give you more like seven seconds it's got to be pretty egregious for them to be like, okay that's enough you know Steph hits the free throw, making it Warriors 119, Miami 112. Wow. Getting uh, getting a win against our old friend, uh, Igudala, a huge part of our uh, our uh, three championships and obviously uh, MVP of the first one. Uh, Steph hit it, and it's 120-112. Uh, Heat bring the ball back down, but uh, Warriors steal it, and that's going to be your final score, 120-112 in overtime. And I can't say it enough. This is a game the Warriors had no business winning. That's a a near, if not full-strength, Miami Heat team that went to the NBA Finals last year. And yes, we're at home, but we were down 18 and to come back and win this one, incredible. Definitely one of my favorite uh, wins of the year. And I'm very thankful to get this on record and uh, have this as something I can listen back to. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I always have fun, kind of fun, you know, playing out the end of the game. Uh, Nez and Jade have been so sweet saying they really enjoy when I do it. So uh, hopefully you guys do get a chance to listen to this back and... Uh, Tell me what you think, and uh, hopefully we can do more of it. But uh, before I uh, let you go here, since it's been so long, I kind of ran down the standings of the uh, West. Uh, They're interviewing uh, Bazemar right now, and he definitely deserves it. Uh, I feel like he, yeah, season high, 26 points, 8 rebounds off of 10 for 19 shooting. He was real key in the end of the game, getting it tied, getting the game to overtime, and then even, you know, scoring in the overtime. So, but yeah, uh, incredible. So, uh, but yeah, to the Eastern Conference, like I said before I let you go, uh, we got Philly up top, uh, 19 and 10. Very impressive, especially with all the the talk of early in the year of uh, Simmons, was he going to get traded for Harden? And then that didn't get through, so... Uh, you stick with him, and I heard he's been really good since. And Embiid, um, only thing that keeps him out of uh, MVP front ring right now is I know he's dealt with a little injuries, but other than that, I hear he's been playing phenomenal, 40% from three, so that's impressive to see. Brooklyn, even with all their ups and downs and Kyrie missing time and Durant out because of uh, uh, contact tracing virus issues, and then, you know, the Harden trade and, you know, they're playing without Levert. They're waiting for Harden to come in. And then Harden does get in. You got to make that work. There's, there's just no denying they're at 18 and 12. And all you had to do was look at that, that, uh, that Warriors game uh, where the Nets played. And it was just like, you just, you could just, the vibe was all wrong. You could tell it was, it was all theirs the whole way. So. Uh, Milwaukee at 16 and 12. I know um, they're right there at three, but yet with that record, um, they've definitely had some letdowns this year coming off of uh, Giannis's uh, two MVP seasons. He's obviously definitely not getting it again. Not because he doesn't deserve it, because the story always changes. If I had to say right now, it, it looks like uh, LeBron, uh, who obviously was incensed last year to not be considered for the MVP because they're all about story. Uh, he went ahead and won the championship for the first time with the Lakers. And uh, like I said, just easily um, cruising along this year. And they'll definitely be a contender. So, yeah. Uh, Indiana at the four spot, 15 and 14. You can see uh, the East as far as records go. Uh, they've definitely cooled off some of these teams after a hotter start and uh, uh, early in the standings here, you start to see a closer to 500 record, but I know they had some uh, injury concerns with Savonis, and obviously as part of the the big Harden trade, they haven't even got Levert in because they found uh, he had that medical issue. So, yeah, uh, up next, uh, Boston, 14 and 14. I know they've had their ups and downs. Uh, 
So we'll see where they end up. Uh, this is a surprise in the number six spot, uh, New York, 14 and 16. But I know when uh, the Warriors played them earlier in the year, I was like, oh man, bad loss, bad loss. But then you look, you see the stats and uh, defensive stats. Uh, Knicks were number one. So you, re- you can't be too mad at that. And I've been hearing uh, how much uh, Randall's improved this year, Julius Randall. So. There's that. Uh, Toronto, after a really slow start, finds themselves in the seventh spot, 13 and 15. And the Hornets, uh, with their young rookie, uh, the youngest of the Ball brothers, they're at 13 and 15. And then right on the outside, looking in that play-in game, we got uh, Chicago at 12 and 15, and Atlanta at 12 and 16. And I know uh, Atlanta's been on a free fall, from what I've heard. Uh, definitely uh, a rough. Uh, set of games recently their last 10 yeah they're three and seven so uh, they've fallen in the standings uh, and then yeah I mean I was just talking about Miami as this like uh, big contender but there they are in the standings right after Atlanta uh, 11 and 17 uh, they've obviously had their struggles but this is a team that just went to the NBA finals last year so they've got the talent uh, I'm I, I would uh, go out <laughs> on a limb, and I don't think that's far of a limb to say uh, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to get up into a playoff spot. I'd be shocked if they didn't get anything uh, lower than six when it's all said and done. Struggling now, but they'll get it together. Um, Orlando at 11 and 18. So many injuries, they're probably uh, doomed, done this year. Uh, and that's who the Warriors got up next, so... Uh, hopefully they learned from the last one. It's, it'll be easy, but it's not, you know, completely lay down. You got to show up a little. So uh, Washington really struggling, nine and seventeen. So many rough losses. Kind of surprising. Uh, it's funny. I've had such a weird relationship through the years with Russell Westbrook, where I, you know, wasn't a fan of his game, but then you know, you go to NBA 2K and you realize. That's my favorite kind of player to play with, a guy that's like fast and a guard and can drive to the basket and dunk. And that's Westbrook for you, so it's kind of funny. Like, you know, there's a lot to dislike about his game, but then a lot to like too. And, you know, he's come around in a lot of areas too, so. Uh, Finally, we got Cleveland at 10 and 19. They had a real nice start to the season, but they've fallen off uh, a lot now, and they've gotten to the point now where they sat drumming against us last game, and that turned into the whole big Draymond thing, talking about the media having double standards about a a guy like Harden. You're going to trash him for wanting a trade, but then when a team wants to trade a guy like Drummond, they don't allow him to play because they don't want him to get hurt and they want to get the best deal for themselves. So it's like, it's not cool when the player wants to do it, but it's cool when the team wants to do it. So maybe people have been talking about a lot of that a lot lately. And then finally at the bottom of the division, Drummond's old team, uh, Detroit at 8-20, and 20, the second worst record in the league, only second to the Wolves. Like I said, I kind of got cut off on the Wolves, so I'll jump back over to them real quick. The fact that... Uh, Carl Anthony Towns missed uh, start of the most of the season. He only just came back, and now that he's back, D'Angelo Russell's hurt, and he's out, I know, at least a month. So uh, unlucky Wolves, and, yeah, they're not going anywhere. Uh, The interesting thing there is Warriors have a draft pick coming back from the Wolves, and wouldn't that be nuts? Obviously, we did the whole sign and trade with Durant when he didn't want to re-sign with us. And we that was when D'Angelo Russell was with Brooklyn. And we sent KD to Brooklyn. We got D'Angelo Russell back. Tried him out. Didn't work. So we sent him to Minnesota for Wiggins. But we got the uh, draft pick back also. So in addition to our own draft pick, which was Wiseman this year, we got next year's Minnesota pick, which right now uh, would have the best odds at being number one. And they say this next year's draft is going to be even deeper. So uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, I've got to say, as we wind this up here, this actually worked out pretty perfectly. was able to do that full recap and do a run-through in the league, and we're just over the 30-minute mark. So... Uh, Got anything else NBA related or NBA style related before we get out of here, Jade? Um, 
We still need to get the sunset shoes. Yeah, the Aaron Gordon shoes from last year's uh, dunk contest. Uh, the All-Star game may or may not be on. I know a lot of players don't want to do it. The end league said they were going to do it. The Atlanta mayor said, like, we're not welcoming people for the All-Star game. So it's a very weird situation this year. Um I guess if it does happen, they might do the dunk contest at halftime and then the three-point shootout either before the game or after the game. I don't know. But the way there's been so much resistance, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen at all this year. But Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thanks for chiming in. Yeah, of course. You did a great job. Oh, thanks. All right. Yeah, I'll leave you with uh, Steph. Ended up with 25 points after a slow start and 11 assists. He was uh, ooh, 5 for 20 from 3. Uh, obviously, it's only 25%. But, hey, it was they were the late ones. That was what mattered. So, uh, glad I recorded this. And hopefully, it doesn't take me too long to get back with another NBA check-in. But I don't want to promise anything because you never know what will happen. So, I'll try to get back sooner than later. And thanks for listening. Till next time, have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you next time, you society.